1: Hello everyone, Amy Brenner here. Today we're talking about menopause MythBuster number two. I don't need a progesterone because I've had a hysterectomy. This just makes me absolutely crazy when I see this. And I see this on a daily basis with uh, new patients. And uh, the answer is, yes, you do. When you were uh, in your 20s and your hormones were optimal, your ovaries made estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And our creator, whoever you think that might be, actually did that for a reason. Our bodies are amazingly designed. And those three hormones have definite uh, advantages and roles in our bodies. So just because you've had your uterus removed, doesn't mean you need those other you don't need those other hormones. But where did this come from? So whenever I see somebody come to me and they've had a history of uh, hysterectomy, uh, and they're typically on estrogen only. I have to tell them this, and I always give them the background of why do doctors still think this? And I got to be honest, I was one of those doctors, too. um, And how I was trained is I used to be one of those doctors where I only gave estrogen after a hysterectomy. Uh, And here's where it came from. You need to know a little bit about the history of hormone therapy. So let's go back there. So the first hormone to ever come to market was a drug called Premarin. And what this is, is it was a combination of a bunch of horse estrogens. And so this was the first and only hormone therapy to come out. And it really helped a lot of women with hot flashes and night sweats, which can be truly just debilitating for people. It also helped with vaginal dryness. And so um, the marketing efforts for, for this drug were you know, really phenomenal of, you know, you need this Premarin if you're going to be feminine. Every woman needs to take this. And in fact, so many women did. And uh, so it was on the market for several decades. And after a few decades, they realized that women who were taking Premarin had an increased risk of cancer of the uterus. And the reason why this occurs is that estrogen actually causes the lining of the uterus to grow or it's stimulatory to the lining of the uterus. On a side note, estrogen is also stimulatory to the cells of the breast, or it can be stimulatory to the lining of the breast. So when the company, actually the drug company is called Wyeth, realized that this was happening, you know, this, this is not a good thing. So obviously we ha- they had to do something about that. So what they did was they actually developed another drug called Prempro. And what that drug had in it is it was a combination of Premarin, the horse estrogen, and another drug called medroxyprogesterone acetate. Now, again, because that medroxyprogesterone acetate, it has the word progesterone in it. Some people think that it's progesterone. And that's one of my like major pet peeves. I see others, doctors talk about that medroxyprogesterone acetate or other progestins, they will call it progesterone. And I just want to scream from the rooftop is it is not a progesterone. There is a distinct difference between what progesterone is and what a progestin is, Uh what a progestin is, is where a drug company has taken the molecule of our bioidentical progesterone, altered it just a little bit so they can patent it, and that's what's called a progestin. So the component of medroxyprogesterone acetate is a progestin. So women were who still had their uterus intact were given Prempro, and this prevented the increased risk of endometrial cancer or uterine cancer, because progestins do counteract that stimulatory effect of estrogen on the uterus. The downside was, is compared to those who were taking Premarin, when you had a uterus and took PremPro, people didn't feel as well as when they were taking Premarin alone. There was more bloating, there was more mood issues, their cholesterol numbers and blood sugar numbers weren't as good. And they're like, well, that kind of stinks. So therefore, the recommendation became, if you've had a uterus, or if you've had a hysterectomy, you only need to take Premrin. But if your uterus is still in your body and you want hormone therapy, then it's recommended you take PremPro. Unfortunately, that statement has just been generalized to all hormone therapy. What they don't realize, though, is progesterone of what our body naturally makes when we're younger has so many beneficial effects. And just because you've had your uterus taken out, doesn't mean that you don't need progesterone. Progesterone can help with sleep. And anybody that's been perimenopausal or menopausal, almost all of us know, including me, that progesterone helps with sleep. And the reason is, is that when you take progesterone by mouth, it gets metabolized through your liver and the metabolites are something called allopregnanolone, and work on the GABA receptors in your brain. GABA is one of those things that causes relaxation. So when you take progesterone orally, you sleep better, you're more relaxed. Also, just like progestins, it uh, inhibits the stimulatory effect on the uterus. It also promotes breast health. There is a big study called the uh, EPIC uh, E3N study where there were 80,000 women in this study who were given natural bioidentical progesterone and they actually had a lower risk of breast cancer. Uh, There was also no risk of getting a blood clot. And so natural progesterone can be more breast um, protective. There's also an element of progesterone helping uh, maintain bone mass, which is another issue when women go through hormonal decline of uh, leading to osteopenia and osteoporosis. And last but not least, um, progesterone can decrease inflammation in the brain. In fact, there have been studies done where uh, people who are given having traumatic brain injury or concussions are actually treated with progesterone to decrease the inflammation in the brain. So long story short, just because you've had your hysterectomy doesn't mean that you shouldn't take progesterone. Hope this helps. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Hair. You can find us on
0: Instagram, Facebook and the web. Go to www.. DrAmyBrenner.com to learn more. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute as medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing, or other healthcare services. No patient-physician relationship is formed. The information in the podcast and any references, material, or links